Hello, I'm Jim Wallace, the inaugural chair of Faith and Justice at Georgetown University's McCourt School of Public Policy and the founding director of the university's new center on faith and justice. After 50 remarkable years at Sojourners, I am delighted to be joining the Georgetown community. As part of our work here at the Center on Faith and Justice, I am very happy to share that the Soul of the Nation podcast will be returning to full production in our new season, Democracy in Peril. Launching Wednesday, April 20th, we will examine the disturbing events that are playing out at the state, local, and federal levels of our government to thwart the will of the people and chip away at the democratic foundations of the country. I believe that this deliberate and strategic undermining of our democracy has created a test, a test of moral conscience and faith. You will hear exclusive conversations with some of the greatest voices and champions of our democracy who are working tirelessly to support the voting rights of all people, to counter the despotic efforts of aspiring autocrats and the minority of Americans who support them, and to expose and challenge the ideology and false religion of white Christian nationalism that is at the root of this crisis. We believe that faith and justice are the twin pillars that support and sustain advocacy for marginalized communities and for the moral dimensions of civic spirituality. Through honest debate and careful discernment, we hope to provide you with the tools needed to join us in our efforts to raise our nation to its lofty but yet unrealized ideals of justice, freedom, and liberty for all. Here is Reverend and Senator Raphael Warnock. What we are witnessing right now, folks, is democracy in reverse through partisan gerrymandering, through this ability to subvert elections, through this ability to have endless challenges, sowing the seeds of chaos in our democracy. It is a moral question. Kristen Demez, professor of history at Calvin University. In January of 2016, that, that's when you started to see the first uh, kind of evangelical leaders start to officially back Trump. The more Trump made himself known on the debate stage, his really alarming rhetoric, anti-immigrant, racist uh, rhetoric, the, the more we saw evangelicals fall in line. USA Today columnist, Kristen Powers. What makes us feel safe is being able to put things in the good and bad basket and being able to say and define the monster, right? Who's the bad guy? Show me who the bad guy is so I know I'm the good guy. You know, it makes everything feel better, but it's it's a false safety. It's not real. Professor of Government at Harvard University, Stephen Levitsky. Well, what we call constitutional hardball is an effort to stay within the letter of the law, but outright subvert its spirit and both efforts to suppress the vote and even efforts to overturn the vote with very conservative courts that sort of expands the room to maneuver author and lecturer ann nelson these people the people who are affiliated with the council for national policy wanted to purge the moderate republicans from the party they wanted to create this vast chasm and and uh, antagonism in our society, this gulf 
and you see it in Congress now. And I think this is this is a national tragedy, but it has been part of the plan all along. And you see it in overdrive right now since January 6th. Mark Magana, founding president and CEO of Green Latinos. Uh, these efforts are taking down, destroying what we have known as a fairly well-functioning democracy where all where we we at least have the optimism that all voices and all votes count. But now we see that in many places in our country, mostly like you mentioned communities of color, they're they're really restricting this access to the ballot box and and clearly voting is being suppressed. Eddie Glaude Jr., department chair of African-American studies at Princeton University. And remember in 1981, Reagan finally agrees to the reauthorization of the Voting Rights Act, but he says it needs to be amended. He stipulates that we need to reauthorize the VRA, but it needs to be amended. What did he want amended? He wanted to get rid of section five around pre-clearance. 2013, Shelby v. Holder did exactly that, which unleashed everything that we're, uh, that we're experiencing in this current moment in some ways. And Congresswoman Terry Sewell. Political will is something that you all can help us with, and I hope that you will. We have to demand of our elected officials, demand of our senators and our members of the House that they do what is right. We are seeking your support to help spread and evangelize the message of the soul of the nation and invite your communities to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Blessings to you for the soul of the nation.